Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Chan Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult. Be sure to follow the link in the description after today's episode for more information about today's article and to claim CME credit. This podcast is brought to you by PrimeMed. Josiah is a 46-year-old male following up today in the free clinic after being hospitalized for a drug overdose. He has a history of opioid use disorder and has frequented his local ED for this condition. Unfortunately, he doesn't have health insurance and oftentimes receives his care through the emergency room or his local community center. He states he really wants to change his life around and that the last overdose scared him. The ED doctor started me on a new medication to help me not use drugs called buprenorphine. Can you help me refill that today? Hi, this is Frank Domino, and joining me today is Dr. Marianne Montague, instructor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and visiting assistant professor at Fitchburg State University and term lecturer at the Mass General Hospital Institute of Health Professions. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Frank. How are you? Okay. Okay. My, my heart breaks. Uh, it seems in 2023, patients shouldn't be getting their care through community health centers and the emergency room. Josiah has been struggling for years, and, and our healthcare system seems to be letting him down. But he's here today and he's optimistic he wants to try to change. But I don't have an X waiver. Can I prescribe for him? So that is an excellent question. And I agree. Our healthcare system has truly failed Josiah and individuals like him, you know, to get access. But your question is very timely as you definitely can refill it. Just recently on January 12 of this year, the DEA sent all of its registrants a confirmation that the Collidation Appropriation Act of 2023 was signed. It went into effect actually 12-29-2022. So what is that, some people might ask? That is the Omnis Bill, it's also known as, and it removes the federal requirements for practitioners to submit a notice of intent, also known as a waiver, to prescribe medications like buprenorphine. So this medication, buprenorphine, is used for opiate use disorder and previously had been limited to those who held a waiver. But SAMHSA will no longer be accepting waiver applications and all practitioners, that's everybody who has a current DEA registration that includes Schedule 3 authority may prescribe buprenorphine for opiate use disorder. So this is, this is a big change. This is big news. And training will come to accompany that further along in June of 2023. Okay, because that's that's good. I'm glad to hear I don't need a waiver. I've been hesitant to go ahead and get one, um, but I'm also going to need to learn how to use it. Now, why was there an X waiver to begin with? So this is interesting. The X waiver is newer, but this comes back from a longstanding history. So there's a few reasons why individuals like Josiah have experienced inequalities, which it's not only significant with the X waiver, but it's a deep history in policy. Policies sometimes don't make access to care 
equitable, or easy to come by. So if we look back into policies like the 1914 Harrison Narcotics Tax Act, as it was implementation to prohibit clinicians from prescribing opioids for OUD. So allowing only for pain opioids, which clinically created a false dichotomy and disadvantages, especially to Black Americans who were less likely to be believed for their treatment of pain or what their pain levels were. And it also impacted the criminal justice system as systems enforced restrictions and prescribing. And some things that were seen in that is it rooted in the beginning of that racist propaganda, which became common equating Chinese individuals with opium, Black individuals with cocaine, and Mexican individuals with cannabis use. So early racial stereotyping came from policies like this that came from the DEA. And the third major thing that I noticed from the Harrison Act was it set the tone for addictions to be viewed differently and not considered a chronic condition. And as the years and times went on, more policies and practices like the X waiver came into place. And unfortunately, the policies haven't improved healthcare, nor has it improved equality or helped with our ever-growing opioid epidemic. And the X waiver continued to increase this disparity. And so now that things have changed, the individuals who were marginalized and didn't have access to routine care, such as Josiah, or didn't have health insurance to receive specialized treatment programs, they weren't able to readily access care. And that impacted individuals significantly. Okay, let's cover a little bit about the training, because I think that's going to be on everyone's mind. How do people who haven't been trained feel comfortable start using uh, buprenorphine? So that's a great point. Just because the X waiver is gone doesn't mean that individuals won't have access to training. SAMHSA, the Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration, has courses and resources. It has even a quick start guide that I found really interesting. Um, I have been wavered for years and so have had practice, but reviewing that quick start guide was very helpful to see the stepwise process of how to get somebody on medication. And also the American Society of Addiction Medicine also has many resources. And coming soon, there will be further requirements that will be posted on the DEA website for further training to maintain our license. Okay. So Josiah's here presenting today. Um, what if I haven't been trained? Should I refill it for now and, and you know learn to do it after? So you know what? It is safe to look at his medication list and what level he's on. And I would ask him and talk to him about, you know, are you having cravings? How are you feeling? Um, are you having any other symptoms? Is he having any discomfort? and see if the level is appropriate. And if it's not, I would do close follow-up with Josiah. I recommend continuing the current dose if you think it's appropriate. And also other resources are our pharmacies, our local agencies. You can always pick up the call and say, hey, is this dose okay? I want to titrate his buprenorphine up. And also it's important to know Sometimes the medication comes in different forms. So some people have issues with 
how it's absorbed or how they're taking it. So you can remember that it comes in pills, it comes in tablets, and it even comes in an ejectable form as well when somebody's been on it for a little bit of time. I mean, you made the critical point. Uh, You're here to help the patient. He's asking for help. Give him a small amount, refill what he's got, or maybe titrate up if he needs it. See him back quickly. But, you know, you don't need to give him five refills. Give him a week or two. Learn a little bit more. Get get some help from a peer. Uh, Let's keep him from using drugs and be beneficial to the system as well as the patient. Uh, Marianne, this is a huge topic. You've you've extended my ability to provide care. Thanks for discussing the, the resolution of the X waiver. Thank you. Practice pointer. The discontinuation of the X waiver not only increases access for individuals who have suffered from OUD, but it also helps to promote health equity. Join us next time when we talk about the best way to eat to live a long and healthy life. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim CME credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, follow the link in the description. To stay up to date on the most recent clinical research and news, please subscribe to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine and be sure to check out PrimeMed.com for additional CME content.